Hello and welcome to Braindrop Puzzles, a show all about puzzles, riddles, mysteries, and games. I'm your host, Brian Hobbs. So similar to last season, I've, I've got these episodes kind of split up into pairs. So last week was the new puzzles, and then this week is the solution to those puzzles and a bunch of bonus puzzles. So it's kind of the B-sides episode. But this is where I'll also put some follow-up puzzles um, to the ones from last time. So this one will be a little more off the cuff. So that's the current plan going forward. You'll have uh, an episode with brand new puzzles, solutions episode with bonus puzzles and follow-up puzzles. And then after the B-sides episode, there will be a slightly longer break in between that and the next A-side episode, I guess. So I'm thinking basically just two weeks instead of one. So thanks for coming along with me and let's get into the solutions from last week's puzzles. Solution one. <laughs> My fair ladybug. So in this one, I was at the fair and there was Rick's ripoff cup shuffle and he had these ladybug pillows that my daughter required. So I had to win the game, if at all possible. In the game, he hides a bean under one of four cups and he shuffles them uh, before placing them in a line. It doesn't really matter that he shuffles them, but you just don't know which ones it's under. A, B, C, or D. Um, And then you can buy as many guesses as you want to locate the bean. The catch is between each guess, he moves the bean from its current location to an adjacent cup. So if it was in B, then it would move to either A or C. It was $5 per guess, and I had $20 to spend on it, so I can make four guesses. Was there a way to guarantee a win? And the answer is no. I mean, it's called Rip Off Rick's Cup Shuffle for a reason, so he's obviously cheating, and there is no bean. Solution. No, I'm just kidding. So assuming he's not cheating. The real answer is yes, you can. So here's how you do it. You've got them lined up A, B, C, and D. It could be under any one of them. They're all, you know, equal chances, but you pick B. So if you find it there, wow, you're really lucky, you win. Uh, If you don't find it there, then that means it was in either A, C, or D. So from there, where could it move? Well, it could either move to B or C or D. The one place it can't on the second turn is A because the only way it could get to A is if it was in B, but we just checked that one. So, it's now in B, C, or D. Your second guess would be C. If you find it there, good job, you win. If you don't find it there, that means it was in B or D just now. And where is it going to move? Well, if it's in D, then it will move to C. If it's in B, then it will move to C or A. And so your third guess is C again. And if you find it, great. If not, then it was in A. And now there's only one place for it to move, and that's B. So your fourth guess is B. So again, that was B, C, C, B. The mirror image is also the same, so it could be C, B, B, C. A listener named Russ sent in the first correct answer to this one. And he did a great job explaining it as well. I almost just read his answer. Maybe I should have. But anyway, uh, John from Massachusetts, Josh and Corbin also sent in uh, correct answers. I also want to thank Rob Eastaway for uh, drawing my attention to this puzzle. He sent it to me so I could repackage it for a a new scientist magazine. Um, So this is sort of an adaptation of of that. Uh, So in this episode, I've got follow-up puzzles to these puzzles. So... 
Uh, we're actually going to do those before jumping to the next solution. Puzzle one. Yay! <laughs> there are two puzzles, really, um, but they'll get lumped into one. So first, let's say that at this carnival we were at, there was another game right next to Rip Off Ricks. It's normal Ned's Pick a Cup, and it's it's basically the same game. There's a bean hiding under one of four cups. Same price, $5 per guess. Only the bean doesn't move between guesses. So obviously it would take at most four guesses with that one as well. Uh, the question is, does it matter? Should you choose one or the other? Or are they the same? And why? So that's the first, that's the first part. Second puzzle. I kept going back to his game every time we visited. And he kept increasing it. Like the next time it was five cups and then it was six cups, but each time I was able to figure out how to win. It was clear he was increasing it specifically for me. I mean, he did have to lower the cost a little each time to actually convince me to play again, but finally he totally cracks. It's like next time I show up, he's got like 10 stalls all combined together and there are 1,000 cups all in a line. And it actually, it goes past those stalls. It's like into the parking lot a little bit. Everyone is staring and he's kind of rubbing his hands together. Obviously, we need to get him some help. Maybe take him out to lunch, talk about something other than work. But I don't know, I feel like I've got to see this through. So he's dropped the price quite a bit. It's only one penny per guess now. But same rules, the bean will move to an adjacent cup between each guess. But how much money will I need to have in order to find this bean? So this puzzle will sort of test whether you can see the pattern as the cups increase. Okay, that's it. So on to the next solution from last week. Solution two. Brevity is the soul of literature. Uh, brevity is not the soul of that title. It's kind of a long one, but... So it was, if Hamlet can be described simply as wham lethal, and King Lear can be described as munchkin aristocrats grumble, then what work of literature is described as bachelor duo enduring 50th song? So first, uh, you have wham, lethal. The letters in the word hamlet appear in order across the two words. Uh, it's the end of wham, H-A-M, the beginning of lethal, L-E-T, hamlet. So that's the first clue. But then moving on to the second one, much munchkin aristocrats grumble for King Lear. Munchkin ends with K-I-N, but the next word, aristocrats, doesn't have a G anywhere in it, uh, but the next word, grumble, does. So if you rearrange the words to munchkin, grumble, aristocrats, then once again, the title appears across the spaces between the words. So munchkin, grumble, contains K-I-N-G, grumble, aristocrats, contains L-E-A-R. So finally, what title can be found when you join pairs of words in the phrase Bachelor Duo Enduring 50th Song? If you switch Enduring and 50th, then you get Bachelor Duo 50th Enduring Song. And written across the spaces there is Lord of the Rings. Laura from New Hampshire was first to solve that one. Uh, also Matt, Russ, and John uh, sent in correct answers as well. I do think that's a pretty apt description of Lord of the Rings, though. Bachelor duo enduring 50th song. I mean, I don't know if they're having to endure it, 
or it's just me, but I've been reading it aloud to my kids. I think we'll probably get through it by the time their kids graduate college, I guess. But, but uh, you know, it's got Frodo and Sam, a couple of bachelors, walking through the woods, and then wham, out of nowhere, when you least expect it, somebody's singing. It's really startling. And I feel like Tolkien was kind of trolling us. Uh, no pun intended, because trolls, but... He doesn't have to write any music, right? He's just writing poems, basically, but I'm reading it, and so I have to sing something. I mean, my kids aren't going to just let me get away with saying it. So he'll throw in all kinds of fun stage directions, like to a tune as old as the hills, or or this really good one, like the song of a glad water flowing down into the night from a bright morning in the hills, which came falling like silver to meet them. Wow. Thanks a bunch, J.R.R. Really set me up for success with that one. Anyway, so this was a fun puzzle to kind of tinker around with and try different titles. Um, not as easy as you'd think, maybe. Unless you think it's pretty hard, and then, yeah, you're right. It sort of is. Um, it was especially difficult for me to come up with something that sounds remotely descriptive of the actual book. Um, but I do have a couple of bonus puzzles with this idea. So... Puzzle 2. Here's another one that's probably pretty quick, now that you see how it's done, but another book I came up with. Uh, description is Fried Peas Tomato Enchiladas. It's very culinary. So it's Fried Peas Tomato Enchiladas. Um, don't think the book has that much to do with food. I haven't read it, so maybe... But see what title you can come up with for fried peas, tomato enchiladas. Second part, this is a little bit of a harder one. So this isn't a title of anything at all, but it's kind of an idiom. Um, this was the first thing I came up with when I was playing around with this idea. So it's a very nonsense phrase, which is why it's appearing here in the B-Sides episode. But here it is. I, whenever the ogreish ash island yawned. So... Um, so that's an I as an A-Y-E, like I-I, Captain. And ogreish, which is like an ogre, so O-G-R-E-I-S-H, ogreish. So I like to think it's kind of like a pirate who's trying to write a literary memoir about his encounter with a volcano. So, here it is, again, I, whenever the ogreish ash island yawned. And once more, a little slower, I... Whenever the ogreish ash island yawned. So you have to pull an idiom from that, but twist, one of the words has to be removed altogether. So remove one word, rearrange the rest to find a phrase written across the spaces. Uh, I'll have these up on the website, braindroppodcast.com, so you can look at them that way, if so inclined. So, thir uh, third part of this puzzle, it's not really a puzzle, uh, it's more of a challenge. See, if you can create any of these yourself, um, you could use a title like a movie or, or song or whatever, or it could be a phrase, but uh, see if you can come up with any, and if you can, and you send that in, if I get some in, then I'll, I may share what you got. So, that's your challenge. Solution three. All right, finally, we've arrived at the solution to the lateral thinking puzzle from last week. Uh, here it was. A man walks through a crowd, going up to strangers and extending his open hand towards them. 
but they don't shake his hand. Instead, they merely look at him with clenched fists before walking away. Finally, someone approaches him and holds out a letter. The man looks at it briefly and stops what he is doing. What is going on? He stops holding out his hand or whatever. He stops doing, yeah. Whatever he was doing with his hand. Yep. And he's holding out his hand as if he were going to shake someone's hand. Yes, I mean, yeah, minute. so that... Outstretched sideways like this. Yep. Do people know who he is? Um, and there's, it says strangers, so I guess oh, not. Oh, right. Well, I mean, they could have but been famous. Sure. Yeah, they don't know him. Is he wearing a uniform? Uh, no. Is there something on his hand? <laughs> not relevantly. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Does his activities pertain to some kind of event that they're all a part of? Yes. Are they expecting him to do this? Or someone like him to do uh, this? Yes, more or less. Is he asking for money? No. Are they exchanging any words? No. Are they angry at him? Um, no, for the most part. Are they practicing social distancing? No. <laughs> Does he know the person that comes up to him with the letter? No. Is he also participating in the event? Yes. Was the letter expected or unexpected? Uh, expected. Is it a cease and desist letter? <laughs> No, but it, it it effectively acts that way, I suppose. But it's not a command to stop. It's not a command to stop, no. Is it an invitation to stop? <laughs> it's like, hey, no. Uh, I don't really it, think you just, would call any of those things that. Does it specifically reference his activity? It... And the stuffing thereof. Well, kind of. <laughs> is it a fun event? Yes. Is Are there spectators mm. outside of this group? I assume not. I don't think they're... I mean, well, yeah, I mean, a, yes and no. It's not really that kind of thing. Is it a party? Um... I don't know if party is the right word. I guess it could take place at something like a party. Is it a game? Yes, it is a game. Ooh. Is it is it a letter like of the alphabet? Yes. Is it like an ace? No. <laughs> I don't know. Is it... So, but, so it's not like a letter. Like, it is not a um, piece of paper with things written on it. From the mayor. It's a letter of the alphabet. So, Hands and physically a letter? Uh, like, or some no. Letter? Okay. He so shows some, him a letter is what it says. Oh, shows him a letter. Is it a letter that's on a card? No. The people that are clenching their fists are also playing the game. Yes. Is it a game that we know? Like, yes. Okay. It, it's not like charades or similar. No? no. Will someone else now go around and extend their hands at people after this guy goes off? 
Uh, he possibly, or they are already doing so. So there could be other people extending their hand as well. Yes. Are they extending their hand in a in a like like you would to shake someone's hand? Yes. That's what you do. What game is do you do? Is it possible? That? Like, uh, could they be expecting someone to shake their hands? No. That no that one's going to shake weird. their hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it an A? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will allow. I will allow the just the general. We can imagine that you are have asked all of the letters, and the answer is that it is a V. <laughs> you didn't want to go through the alphabet with me. <laughs> is it significant then that it's a V? Yes. Is it a Roman numeral? No. Does he just say it to him? No, he has it in his hand. His hand is involved. Does he make it with his hand? He does. So he really could be giving him the number two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it, it also could be that. It isn't. And it really so isn't it's a V. imply that it is a V? No, not okay. really. He's just doing this. Are there any other components, like <laughs> something no. on these people's heads or No backs? other components. You actually have all of the visuals that you need. You just aren't putting them together in your mind the right way. <laughs> no, indeed not. <laughs> Does the man who got the letter lose? Or is it a good thing that he oh, got the that the man who, the, the guy with his hand outstretched, who then stopped. He he lost. Oh. That's why he stops. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It's rock, paper, scissors. It's rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> it's rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> open hand guy makes the clenched fist people walk away. And he only stops when somebody shows him the letter, the V sign. Wow. Because it's a tournament, it's a tournament style, rock, paper, scissors, so. So again, it was a rock, paper, scissors tournament. He was consistently using paper, open hand. Their clenched fists mean that they chose rock. He kept going until someone held up the letter V, which means scissors, and he was out. Okay, that's it for this week. You can visit the website at braindroppodcast.com for a refresher on this week's puzzles. You can send in your solutions, suggest a puzzle for a future episode, or air your grievances with Tolkien's songs by sending an email to puzzles at braindroppodcast.com. You can follow me on Facebook and Twitter at braindroppuzzle. Finally, please consider leaving a rating and review wherever you get your podcasts or telling your friends about the show. All right, thanks for listening. I'm your host, Brian Hobbs. Let the song begin, let us sing together Of sun, stars, moon, and mist, rain and cloudy weather Reeds on the shady pool, lilies on the water Old Tom Bombadil and the river daughter I mean, that was like 2000's pop punk, so that's kind of as old as the hills